Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. That's physics, but it is invisible things of him are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. That's what's going to happen. It's not a question of begging God. It's not a question of if you don't deal with your flesh to something, you don't have to be perfect, perfect. But what it means is that you have to have made up your mind. You need to be made the, the, the decision, the consecration, and then you've started practicing. That's all God is requires. Once you start working in grace and mercy will come and strengthen you. So that when that thing comes, you will not be bypassed. Because you will be gold or silver or something that can conduct the, conduct the life of God and not an insulator of wood or earth. I didn't write the scriptures, folks. <laughs> it's truth that is there. Are you listening to me? So it will flow. You know, the leadership perfecter. Watch this. I did. I wrote this down in the morning when I was praying. You know, leadership perfected the love of God. Followership perfecting the love of God. Everybody say leadership would have perfected the love of God. Followership would be perfecting the love of God. So, if you want to be a part of this thing, you have to have started perfect. You shouldn't. You don't necessarily have to be perfect, but you have started. You have to have started perfecting the love of God. What does it mean to perfect the love of God? It means to allow the love of God to run its full course through your entire system on a daily basis. So the love of God starts in your spirit. It goes into your... uh, 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 By the blood of Jesus, you receive more of the life of God into your spirit. That's why you need the blood, the word, and the spirit. So it goes into your spirit, more of it. Then from your spirit through your reading of the Bible confession of God's word, meditation and all of that. It goes into your will and to your mind. Then from your will and your mind through praying in tongues, it moves to your emotions, from your emotions into your physical body and from your physical body it goes into your environment. When it, when, once it, it, it does that journey, every day you are perfecting the love of God and if you keep perfecting the love of God, over time, you become perfected. Because it will begin to remove the spots, the wrinkles, and all of those things. Because it's, it's, it's running through your system on a daily basis. Are you following me? So it is those who are the leadership that has perfected the love of God. And the followership that is perfecting the love of God. The blood of Jesus will be flowing from that leadership to remit the sins of the people under their that are submitted to them. Just remit their sins. You know? Because they'll be... You see, let me... Let me be very practical. Let me use myself. So, if I talk about somebody else now, they will fight with me. So, let me use myself. Hello, somebody. If I, Olubi Johnson, by the grace and the mercy of God, and I do this, by the grace and the mercy of God, I get up early in the morning, I pray. You understand? You know, when I say I confess our sins, I'm not talking about Olubi alone. 
That will include Sarah, my wife, my children, my grandchildren, then all of you, my spiritual children, who are under my sphere of influence. That thing will not only cleanse me, to cleanse all of you. The one I say, in Jesus' name, we have life. It doesn't come to me alone. It comes to, it's distributed. So long as you are open, you will get it. That's why you have to be fully submitted. If you are closed, even though I sent it, it won't enter. If your attitude is wrong, if your attitude is right, you're open like that. What, has, what I have said and I'm praying, will call, it will percolate down and it will enter you. Not only will, are we releasing the blood of Jesus, we're also releasing the life of God. The life of God I'm releasing will flow from Jesus through me, joints and bands, having, you know, not holding the head, you know, <laughs> you know, we, we are, and uh, the, the whole Colossians 2, verse 19, I preached this many, some time ago on joints, parts, uh, and bands, you know. So what I'm getting from Jesus as I'm praying, some of it is used for me, of course, for my growth. And then some of it is, it goes down. goes down. goes to the pastors. From the pastors, it goes to the, all the rest of you. Now, how much you get depends on your attitude. And the degree to which you are following. If you're following, you will get it. That's the picture. Look at the next verse. As the dew of Hermon, I didn't hear you. As the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. The perfect church. We looked at this last time. Talking about the bride of Christ. For there. Ask your neighbor, there where? What there is he talking about? He's talking about that church that has a perfect leadership. And a totally submitted. There. In that, in that, in that, in that, in, in, in that system. In that, in, that, in that bride, Zion, there. He said, the Lord has commanded the blessing. And what is that blessing? Zoe. Watch this. That life is the rain. So, as the volume of water, Bible calls it living water. As the volume of water that is coming from the Lord Jesus Christ, via the leadership to the fully submissive as that volume increases the rain will get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and you know it will go from a drizzle to a deluge this is present truth it's already drizzling I'm talking to you it, it's or the rain has already started but God now wants us to increase the volume of it, you know, to get to become a deluge by the time we get into the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, let's quickly review. These are things we know already, but I'm just going to uh, go through them very, very quickly. Look at First Hebrews chapter 13. Perfecting of the love of God is by three agents. One, the blood. Two, the word. Three, the power of the Holy Spirit. It's a three combination lock. You cannot do without any of them. If any of them is not in place, it will not happen. You need the three of them. And I have scripture. Look at 
Hebrews chapter 13, verses 20 and 21. Now the God of peace again, that brother Lord Jesus Christ, that great show that through the blood, ever said through the blood. Oh, I, you didn't say it like somebody who is convinced. You know, if they're sprinkling the blood on the expressway now, you will shout. <laughs> I would say through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Next verse, verse 21. Make you perfect. Let's just stop there. It is through the blood he's going to make you perfect. You cannot perfect the love of God without the blood of Jesus. Somebody says, why? Uh, you know, I'm perfect. <laughs> he's a liar. The Bible says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and truth. He's not even talking about sins that we commit. He's talking about sins that we have. He's talking about sin nature. Then if we say we have not sinned, he said, but if we walk in the light as he is, that is, if we are honest, if we walk in light as in the light, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. You cannot perfect the love of God without the blood of Jesus. Because the sin nature in your soul and in your body that will now cause acts of sin will act as a block. They will block the flow. So you need the constant flow of the blood of Jesus to keep cleansing you. It's not a one-time thing. It's a continuous cleansing. That's one of the reasons why God says we should keep the commandment of, of life and love, you know, four times a day, every six hours. The thing, you know, within the next six hours, sin has accumulated in some people. Hello? So we have to clean again. Then we clean again. Then we clean again. So that the life can continue to flow. Working in you that which is well pleasing in his sight. To will and to do of his good pleasure. Are you listening to me? The next thing is the word. Look at 1 John. Chapter 2. Verse 5. Pastor Jesus, isn't it amazing how precise the word of God is? It's so precise. It gives you no wiggle room. For either your unbelief or your rebellion. Because it's there in black and white, you can't deny. It. Some things are hidden knowledge, some things are, are revelation that you can't you can't deny it. Look at what he said. But whoso keepeth his word in him verily is the law of God perfected. I like the word verily, it means that it is possible to be perfecting the law of God in a false way. Without the word of God, you cannot perfect the love of God. Impossible. That's why in 1 John, this same 1 John, I won't turn there, I'll just mention it. In chapter 5, he said, for this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. Where are the commandments? In the word of God. I cannot walk in love, talk less of perfected, without the word of God. That's why you must meditate. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Four to eight, thank God. Give Papa Hagen a super clap offering. No, no, a super clap offering. Then give E.W. Kenyon a super clap offering. Those two men, God used them at the turn of the century. After the Holy Spirit came and all of that, you know, Kenneth Hagen was a little bit later. Ken, um, E.W. Kenyon was older than Kenneth Hagen. In one of E.W. Kenyon's books, I think he was the hidden man of the heart, but it's in a lot of his books. He said, 1 Corinthians 13, he said, I think I have found the secret of developing the human spirit. I reckon Hagen got a lot of this stuff from. 
You say, we find in 1 Corinthians 13. You cannot develop your human spirit, the, the word of God. You cannot develop your spirit and the love of God in your heart if you do not meditate, confess, you know, the, the, the word of God, particularly about the characteristics of love. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love is not ever envious. You must say it, pray it into your system. So it is in your will, it is in your mind, it is in your emotions. It reprograms you completely. Then on top of 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 8, which is foundational, you must now know the Bible. That's why you read your Bible every day. So that when you face a situation, the wisdom of how God will behave in that situation will come to you from your knowledge of how God did something similar in some account of the Bible. Without the word of God, you cannot perfect the love of God. Don't be deceived. The love of God is not just your human emotion. We said it over and over and over again. And I'll keep saying it's a great revelation God gave me. Olubi Johnson, by the grace and the mercy of God. What is love? Love is discerning by the wisdom that comes from God's word. Feeling by the compassion that comes from the fruit of the spirit. And doing by the power that comes from God's life. What God would do in every situation because God is love. It is God that defines love. It is not love that defines God. We have our own funny definitions of love. Then we try and define God with that. No. It is God who defines love. And that's why you cannot perfect the love of God. Without the word of God. Because you will not have the wisdom. That God would have in that situation. There's so many things. That have become clearer and clearer and clearer to me. Let me just give an example. I have to quickly rush. You know. I don't remember when Aaron's sons died. Nadab and Abihu. Aaron had five sons. He had other sons. But these two, they were very presumptuous. You know what they did? And you know, Pastor G, our people are still doing the same thing today. Nothing has happened yet because the glory hasn't come. When the glory comes, it's going to be a completely different ballgame. You know, they began to offer strange fire. It was fire, but it was strange. There's a lot of strange fire in the church today. You know, the Bible says the fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them. God told Aaron and Moses. Moses told her, said, don't let me see you cry. Don't you dare cry. You know, human being, hey, he lost his sons. You should cry. In that situation, that was not the love of God. You know why? Those boys were presumptuous and they knew the right thing to do. So God was not sympathetic. You got to understand God. This same Aaron. See, God, God sees your heart, folks. This same Aaron was the guy who built the golden calf. So there were all those funny things there. That's why you have to discern by the wisdom that comes from the word of God. i just give that as an example. See, God is not the sentimental Father Christmas that a lot of people think he is. He's not. He's very loving. He's very kind. I gave you the example the other day. When they crossed through the Red Sea, 
Jason, Abiram, and Korah were part of the company. God didn't say, oh, you this funny one. Because the, their rebellion had started from then. There are the people who are shouting, they were there no graves in Egypt. I should bring us to the Red Sea. That the Egyptians are behind us. They were shouting at Moses. Rebelling. Right there. That's that way God should have. <laughs> but God is not like that. God endures long and is patient and kind. So when the Red Sea opened, God didn't say, all those who complained, they stay on this side. <laughs> Only the guys, with everybody passed through. He dealt with them later because they didn't repent. Neither and Abihu were the sons of Aaron. They knew all the instructions that God had given their father. They had told about the garments of the priest, the anointing, you know, the anointing oil, the way you're supposed to offer your offering. What they did, they did deliberately in rebellion. So God slew them instantly and he won their father. See, most people don't know God to that degree. That's why they're looking at me funny. And you know what? He has not undergone therapy. <laughs> Between the New Old Testament, is this the same God? He has never changed. He's never changed. That's why you need to know the word of God. So you will know how to respond in different situations. And don't just re respond out of human sentiment. That's not the love of God. Number three, the power of the Holy Spirit. First John. Am I talking to anybody here? Oh, hallelujah. Look at 1 John chapter 4. And look at verses 12 and 13. If you're still on my side, give me a wave offering. Then give the Lord a clap offering. That's just to wake you up. Glory be to God. Some people were sleeping. <laughs> Can you believe? I got you sleeping this kind of message. 1 John chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. <coughs> no man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, if we practice this love of God, cleansing with the blood, asking life, praying in tongues for each other. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us. That means God is active. He's not dormant. You know, God is in every Christian. All of us are temple of the Holy Spirit. But in many people, God is dormant. He's not active. So God dwelleth in us. And... His love is perfected. Perfect. It's, it's running its full course on a daily basis. It's going from our spirit. The love of God is going to our soul, the mind, the will, the emotions. It's going into our bodies. It's going to our circumstances. And it's enabling us to behave like God in every circumstance and situation. That's how it's perfected. And as it is, perf it is, it is, uh, as it's perfecting, being perfected in us, that is, as it's running its full course, it's gradually making us more and more perfect. You know, I learned this, and I want to give glory to honor to from Kenneth Copeland. It was Kenneth Copeland. I, I read his book, Walking the Realm of the Miraculous. It's 1980, 42 years ago. Kenneth Copeland preached what I believe is one of the greatest messages he has ever preached. On life, light, and love. He preached at Kenneth Higgins camp meeting in 1980. I came from England, you know, to, to go to that camp meeting. And God had begun to deal with me about these same things. So when I came and I heard Kenneth Copeland, I said, God, that man has stolen my message. And God laughed and said, it's not my message, it's not, it's not your message, it's not his message, it's my message. 
Of course, because he was more mature than me, you know, it confirmed, clarified, and amplified what I already knew. One of the things, ah! you know, then he, he wrote a book on the, based on that message. You know, walking around the miraculous. And inside that book, that's where he talked about this concept. He said, the love of God is being perfect. He said, it doesn't mean you are perfect. He said, it's just running its full course through you. Then I went to study it more deeply. You know something, Pastor G? You need fathers who. You can read that scripture for a million years. You won't see it. But because I got a key from Kenneth Copeland, it opened that scripture. And then God gave me more. The love of God it, it runs its full course. Then as it's doing that, it gradually perfects you. And this agency now is by the Spirit. Verse 13. Hereby. Hereby. You know, it's English. My wife is not here. I know she's watching online. You know, she's a PhD in English. Hereby means it is by this love being perfected in us. Hereby. Hereby. By this. That we know that we dwell in him. And he in us. In other words, we know, watch this. We know we are active in him. And he is also act, not dormant. You see, all Christians dwell in him and he in them. But it is not in all Christians that he is active. You got to have that revelation. So what he's saying here is that hereby we know that we are actively dwelling in him. And he is actively dwelling in us because he has given us the by spirit. You know what? It is by the spirit we are perfecting the love of God. That's why I said hereby. You have to connect it to the previous verse. So these three scriptures show us without a shadow of a doubt that the love of God is perfected by, everybody say, the blood, the word, and the spirit. And I want to tell you something. There is no other way. Don't do it like this. It's not going to work. The three combination lock. You know, I hear people talking about, you know, power and, you know, the gifts of the spirit and, and you know, uh, uh, word of knowledge. In fact, a lot of people are talking about, you know, you hardly hear them talk about love. That tells me they're not doing it the right way. You know what Paul said? I show you a more excellent way. If you want the gifts of the spirit and the power of God in your life, the way to get it is the way of love. Watch this. If you try and get it any other way, Satan will accommodate you. And you will operate with familiar spirits. And that is very is endemic in the church today. Because they don't, they don't go the way of love. And they are still trying to get power. And then they get power. And you know, and then you both wonder, well, the guy's proud, but the guy's proud. <laughs> the guy loves titles. You know, his heart isn't right. The depth of revelation is very, very, very shallow. Yet there's power. Who is it coming from? People think, whoa, if something comes to pass and it works, it means God is there. No. Deuteronomy chapter 13. If there's a prophet or a dreamer among you, and he prophesies, and it comes to pass. He says, but it leads you into idolatry, which today is covetousness. He said, don't be afraid of him. It's not from God. Therefore, the Lord thy God is, te is testing your heart to see if you love him or not, or whether you will follow something just because there's power and money there. 
a trap that has caught so many of our people. We're trusting God that with this manifestation of the glory, their eyes will open and they will repent and come out from it. He said, come out from amongst her so that you'll be a partaker of her sins. I'm not talking to anybody here. Glory be to God. So, that is the rain that is coming. Now, what is the, why is this? It is to ripen the seed of God's word that has been planted in our human soul, in the mind, the will, and the emotions. God wants a harvest of righteousness. The seed is already there. We've been praying, we've been watering and all that. So he wants extra rain. This extra great measure of the life of God. The spirit without measure. To Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.